You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hour number three. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. The bottom of the hour, we'll do our Calgary lock and safe lock of the day. We're also taking your text messages at 960, 960, name and location. Do you want to see Matthew Phillips score tonight? If so, why? If no, why? We'll do some of those text messages to wrap up the show. Flames and Capitals tonight live right here on Sportsnet 960. But right now on the Tom's House of Pizza, this uh, Charles Davis brought to you by Tom's House of Pizza. Pizza made to perfection with locations in Calgary and Okadokes. Charles Davis, NFL analyst, CBS Sports and NFL Network. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing well. And first of all, when I visit you guys, we're going to Tom's Pizza. That's first. Okay. Absolutely. Second thing, I love I, lo- I love when you hit Redbone. I'm always go- I'm always <laughs> down with Redbone as bumper music. You can't ever turn that down. There's yep. just no way. And you get Ovi, huh? A little Ovi action in yes. the Capitals, and and what the heck with Austin Matthews? He is racing out there, isn't he? Yeah, All right, like- guys, we got we got got to find a way to slow him down. And let's get that new arena built. I'm here in 2025. Is that true? Yeah, uh, more like 26, 27 ish, but it, it's okay, coming. Let's, pull, let's, let's pump up the work detail, guys. Yeah. All right, let's pump it up. <laughs> in, in, Kansas, in Kansas City last year, before the draft, they were building a new airport, and they all got together and said, "We got to have this thing done before the draft. What a waste it would be to open it after the draft." Mm-hmm. So they double timed it. <laughs> told everybody if you get this thing done, you'll get a little, little, little extra in your check. And they opened it approximately a month before the draft, and it wow. is gorgeous. Anyway, cool. off we okay. go. It's the the four month winter that really makes everything that yeah, much that, more that, that, harder. That, yeah, <laughs> you, you think I think uh, you know something now that you brought it up <laughs> could be a bit of could be a bit of a deterrent. Yeah, okay, my bad, my bad, my uh, bad. Charles, bad. Charles, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Ovechkin and, and Matthews. Uh, the last player yeah. to score um, two hat-tricks uh, in a season, uh, the last guy to do that, Alex Ovechkin, when the Capitals won the Stanley Cup. Ovi. Yep. Ovi. Yeah, he's yeah. good. And, and and they and Pittsburgh still have that absolute hate of each other. Yeah. I mean, good. that Washington-Pittsburgh, when they get together... Just drop the gloves. Don't yeah. don't worry about the puck. Just drop the gloves and let them go. <laughs> uh, they dislike each other. Um, Charles, I uh, wanted to get your thoughts on uh, that Sunday nighter last night. Uh, why didn't we yeah. say the brother? Why didn't we see the brotherly shove, the tush push, whatever you want to call it, uh, when the when the Giants had the ball and Buffalo's won? Why didn't they just shove uh, Terod Taylor into the end zone? The last time they ran it, they had two players injured on the play that had been out. <laughs> And so they took it out of the playbook. Like they didn't run it well. And they actually had two guys hurt when they ran it. So I, I think Collinsworth actually mentioned it last night on air. He's like, yeah, this is the perfect spot for it. But the last time the Giants ran this play, they lost two players and didn't get it. I don't think we're going to see it. And he was right. They, they, they took it out and went. You know, the tush push, the, the brotherly shove, all of that. Many people are running versions of it. No one is even close to as successful as Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I think you, you can't just line up and do it. You've got to really commit to it and put some time in, and Philadelphia has done that. But I said a couple of weeks ago in one of our group meetings in terms of our crew and other crews getting ready for the season, I do, I do some work with this group called the 33rd team. 
And I told everybody, I was like, listen, I'm not making what I call an original thought here. I'm not, I'm not giving you an original statement, but we're going to see all the offshoots off of that play now because it's been well-established. People see it coming. Now people are going to try and get fancy with it, even more so than we saw in the playoffs last year. Remember Jacksonville kind of gave you the look, and then they ran it to the, to the, to the perimeter and picked up 20-something yards. Mm-hmm. Cleveland now runs in their tight end, Harrison Bryant, their backup tight end. And yesterday he ran in. It looked like he was going to do the sneak. And then he tossed it, and they ran to the perimeter and picked up a key first down. In our game, he actually tossed it to the quarterback who stayed on the field, who ran around and threw one deep and got lucky and picked up a 37-yard pass interference. But I think we're going to start to see more and more offshoots of it, not just necessarily everyone lining up and having it look like rugby. And by the way, I'm on the record. I hate the play. Absolutely despise it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Want it out of the game. Don't see it at all. I feel like we're going back to a time where they literally, and if people don't believe me, do your research. They literally would sew straps on the uniform of a player, and they would take the player, and in that scrum, his teammates would lift him by the straps and throw him over the pile. <laughs> is that what, Charles, is that when a late hit was Tuesday? Is that back in the day yeah, in football? Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's when the late, okay. you know. <laughs> and I always joke because I'm lucky enough to work, you know, with one of my jobs. If you ran into Phil Sims and Boomer Esiason from the NFL today, right? They play were 80s quarterbacks. If you ran into them, I think you'd be stunned by how big a people, how big a human beings they are. Hmm. Dan Marino, a big human being. John Elway, a big human being. And my theory on it was back then, as you said, late hit was Tuesday. Yeah. And the official, the official, when you got clobbered back then, they just essentially check checked your breathing. Is he alive or not? And if so, hey, are you going to be able to get up? There was no flags. <laughs> and you needed to have that extra padding, body armor, be a substantial person to stand up to it. But because of the rules being what they are now, smaller quarterbacks have a chance of making it. Hence Bryce Young going at the top of the draft. Bryce Young would have not even been considered in the 80s. They would have gone, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> you, there's no way you make it in this game. Um, Charles, real quick on that Sunday nighter, I just wanted to ask you about this. Clearly, yeah. Darren Waller's jersey was grabbed, and that should have been a flag. Yeah, like I, I don't yeah. want to get back to maybe challenging PI or defensive holding, but I just feel like the game shouldn't have ended on that sort of play yesterday because it was yeah. when it's something as clear as day as grabbing a jersey like that. There has to be something yeah. from the replay center, no? Yeah. You just wish the people on the field dropped the flag. Yeah. Because know what it felt like to me, and I'm not there with them. And here's the thing. I may have told you guys this before, and I'll be really brief on it. After almost every game I do, I'm on a flight with officials leaving. It's rare that I get on the flight and there's not at least one official on my flight going to their homes. And they study like mad. They work like mad. They have the computer open, replaying the game while we're in the air. I mean, these people work like mad on it, right? Yesterday, I was in the airport, and we had a long time before the flight. I was with with the entire crew yesterday. And and you know what they did? Hey, um, on that third down run, what'd you think? Did we get it right? That's how – I mean, these people care, right? So you have all of that. What it felt like to me yesterday – was they nailed the first one, and they did not want to do it again. 
That's what it felt like. It felt like, okay, we got the first one. You got for, you got an untimed play. But this one, you're on your own. <laughs> you work it out. Either you get it or you don't. That's what it felt like. Now, I'm sure the officials would tell me something different. But I didn't see the difference between the first flag and the second one that wasn't called. Hmm. I don't know how you guys felt about it. But I'm watching him, and he's got jersey, and he's holding him, yeah. and he's riding him the whole way. And I'm thinking – I don't know that that's appreciably different. So, you know, and by the way, I did not feel like Darren Waller was hand fighting him off. I feel like he was yep. being manhandled <laughs> going into the end zone. So if you had an untimed play on the first one, I thought there was, there was more than grounds to have an untimed play for another opportunity for the Giants. Now, did the Giants screw up enough on their own? They did, but it just didn't feel right the way that that went down at the end of the game. We are out of undefeated teams. They are no longer here in the 2023-24 season. Uh, let's start with the Niners. Hey, are you in Miami? Did you go to Miami and hang out with all the seven <laughs> <laughs> it, took, it, took, it took the group photo. I hope they were drinking an expensive champagne. I hope they're not just getting store stuff. I hope that they've got some really good stuff because they look forward to that every year, don't they? I've never seen bigger grins on old men's faces <laughs> when the last team goes and they're all holding up their glasses and, and, and toasting each other. It's that last team to go undefeated. I mean, it's the greatest. That one year that New England scared the heck out of them, yep. and then they had to pop them at the sh- Super Bowl. Yep. I'll bet those guys went on a two-week bender after the yeah. Super Bowl. So anyway. Speaking of Alex Ovechkin, yes, sir. Uh, I wanted to ask you <laughs> about the Niners and these injuries. Are they going to be able to persevere? Now, obviously, it depends on how long guys are out. Debo has more testing today. We'll see what happens with Christian McCaffrey, but you never like to hear obliques. It's a pretty important muscle no. group. Uh, can the Niners persist with Brock Purdy? They can. They absolutely can. They did not play a great game yesterday. We saw that with Philadelphia. I don't think we're ready to bury Philadelphia. They didn't play a great game yesterday. Is the Jets' defense good? Yes. But are they so good that Philadelphia was that inept yesterday? I don't think so. Mm. I just think that yesterday was one of those days where, and, and, and a very, very good friend was telling me last night, she was like, this is the craziest day. Everyone's messing up here. This is going wild over there. And I said, yeah, that's the NFL, right? This is what the NFL wants. And, you know, all the people are like, ah, they scripted that one. Okay, yeah. all right. Let's calm down on that. But, look, San Francisco didn't play particularly well. Mm-hmm. Cleveland has one of the better defenses in the league. They make it hard on you. And has Brock Purdy got to come to earth a little bit? Sure. But does that mean now all of a sudden, oh, boy, he, I told you, he's seventh round? No, he just didn't have the greatest day yesterday, and neither did his team. Jalen Hurts, as well as he's played over these last, couple of years he has a tough day yesterday yeah i told you Jalen hurts went a very good question no 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 it happens like buffalo probably should have lost yesterday that would have been the one that would have bothered me more than any because the giants are so abysmal hmm. abysmal the jets you know you can lean on the defense and they can make enough plays and muddy it up cleveland the exact same thing even though they started their third string quarterback but P.J. Walker's played in the league, and, you know, he could, he could maneuver around a little bit. Those didn't bother me nearly as much as how Buffalo almost blew the Giants game. I mean, they had multiple chances to let that one get away, and then they were aided in, you know, down the stretch by some <laughs> calls that went their way. What would, what's it going to mean if Lane Johnson has to miss time for the Eagles? It's not the sexy injury because he doesn't play a skill position, no. but 
My goodness, he's a big part of that group. He's a huge part of that group, as you guys well know. They function much better with him at right tackle because of what he can do in the run and the pass game. And how many moves do you have to make to backfill for him? Because when Lane Johnson goes out, are you moving someone from left to right? Are you moving a guard out to tackle? Then you're backfilling a second person. If they can go one for one, because I'm not as familiar with their rosters as I probably should be at this time, but they can just go one for one and hang in there and kind of lean on what that person does best, then I think they'll be okay because the rest of that line is still one of the more superior lines in the league. Charles Davis, NFL analyst, CBS Sports, joining us here on the Tom's House of Pizza <laughs> guest hotline. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, 960 The Fan. Um, Charles, when I watch the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm wondering what happened if they would have drafted Aiden Hutchinson instead? <laughs> yeah, and, and that, that tends to come up. Obviously, and will continue to keep coming up. They still are bullish on Trayvon Walker. But it was one of those things that sometimes predictive behavior, and at least through the time frame we've played so far, has come true. Meaning, everything that we're seeing Hutchinson do now with the Lions, we saw him do at Michigan. Correct? Yep. Like, you saw that pass rush. You saw him play the run. You saw the all-out hustle and play. Trayvon Walker was a good player at Georgia, tested through the roof at the Combine, and now you are projecting that he can go be that pass rusher who can go get people. What's helping Trayvon Walker in a lot of ways is that Josh Allen's having such a big year on the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jacksonville's Josh Allen. Okay? He is having such a big year there that that tamps down a little bit of the pressure on Trayvon Walker not being a double-digit sack guy. But to your point... Man, if they had Hutchinson on one side Ooh. and Josh Allen on the other, that's what we're talking about. And now, again, I'm very big on giving it probably two, two full, three full seasons before I draw a flat-out conclusion. But so far, it's playing out. We projected, meaning we, Jacksonville projected Trayvon Walker. They're not getting that yet. Detroit saw Hutchinson do it, and boy, are they getting it week in and week out. Yeah, they couldn't have ran up uh, to get that card up there fast enough uh, when he was available for them <laughs> in the they, draft. They were, yeah, they they were so thrilled. I mean, they were like, you know, you know, they had two cards written out. Oh yeah, and one of them, one of them, someone would have ambled to the podium here, yeah. <laughs> but when it was Hutchinson, yeah, he backflipped, somersaulted did a full gainer and stuck the landing. Here's the card. Yep. Um, <laughs> Charles, I, I know, uh, I know uh, it's 2023 and I think I can say this maybe, you know, confidently after six weeks, the Detroit motor city lions are a legitimate super bowl contender, right? I agree. Mm. I agree. And you know, it's funny cause I've seen people, my new colleague at, at CBS, uh, JJ Watt, didn't want to put him quite there yet. And I understood it because he kept, he said, well, you know, San Francisco, there's Philadelphia. Yeah, I get all that. But we're talking about could they possibly do it? Well, look at how they're playing. Yeah. The defense is more than up to the challenge. The offense is, is driving people crazy when you got to play against and Williams back now. So you got a big flyer outside and he dropped one yesterday, then came back and made the big catch. So, you know, you've got people who run the football. The quarterback, okay, enough already with the, you know, we got to find someone to play quarterback. Nope, they've got him. It's Jared Goff. I think that they are a legit contender. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. 
the Kansas City game was not a fluke. And you remember after they lost the next week at home to Seattle, you remember everybody was like, ah, they couldn't handle prosperity. I don't know about this team. Well, as we found out, one, Seattle's actually pretty darn good. And two, Detroit got off the deck since then and and has not lost. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. I absolutely am. And by the way, Dan Campbell, it may have been the craziest press conference at the time we saw. (laughs) But Dan Campbell is who he projected himself to be. Mm. And that team is playing really well for him. And let me tell you something. The respect level for Dan Campbell around that organization and who the players like, you know, like playing for is off the charts. He is, to use a phrase that is way overused, he is his true authentic self. Mm. Um, I know that was a crazy one with Dan Campbell. What about the weird one with Adam Gase? What was he looking at in that Dolphins press conference with his eyes, Charles? That was haunting. (laughs) <laughs> you, have you ever seen that commercial about the, 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 the old school that they still run now with the Tootsie Pops? Mr. Al, how many licks for to, to, to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? And he goes, one, two, and then he bites it. Yeah. Three. <laughs> right? Yeah. And remember, remember how the commercial ends? You know what the catch, remember what the catchphrase is? The world will never know. <laughs> the world may never know. Yeah. We'll never know exactly what was going on there. There's yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts. And by the way, it's mm. funny you brought him up. His name came up about a week ago with a group I was with, and I was like, where is Adam these days? Yeah. And someone told me he's coaching high school football in Michigan. No way. Huh. That's what they told me. Now, I haven't had the chance to explore it, but I went, well, that's interesting. And, you know, we've had plenty of NFL coaches in the past who end their careers or big-time coaches who go back to high school. Mike DeBose, who was at Alabama, ended up back in high school ranks coaching. Mike Sherman, who is Zach Taylor's father-in-law, the coach of the Bengals, his father-in-law, Mike Sherman, who's the former head coach of the Packers, he finished his career coaching high school football. Hmm. Charles, got to ask you about the game you were calling. The Bengals' defense forces for four turnovers in the second half of that game, a couple key turnover on yeah. downs late, and uh, they scrape out the victory. What are you seeing from Cincinnati? You think they're turning it around here? Yeah, no question, and a lot of it is, you know, my partner Ian Eagle said in our Open yesterday, sometimes it's just simple. Your quarterback's healthy and you're a better team. That's a paraphrasing. But essentially what he was saying, he was right. Joe Burrow the last two weeks has looked the part, right? He's moving better, right? He, he, He can take off and run when he needs to. He moves well in and out of the pocket, keeping plays extended. And Cincinnati's benefited from that. But the defense yesterday really jumped up for Cincinnati. And frankly, it did for, for Seattle, too. I don't know how closely you watched the game, but think of it this way, guys. The first three possessions of the game, two for Cincinnati, one for Seattle, all resulted in touchdowns. And I looked at Ian Avery when it's 14-7 Cincinnati. I went, dude, track me. We are sprinting today, right? And then it slowed down. Both defenses were heard from. Both defenses made plays. But the bigger plays were made by Cincinnati because, yes, the takeaways were a big part of it, of course. But there were five times Seattle got into the red zone, one touchdown. Mm. That's how you play, right? Look, if we want to make it simple, how do you, put, how do you boil it down? You try not to get – you don't give up explosive plays, right? Runs to 15 and passes of 20, we call it an explosive play. You don't give up uh, multiple explosive plays in a game, right? You win on third down, offense and defense. You take the ball away or you keep the ball and you keep your drive alive. 
in the red zone, you force them to attempt field goals, don't give up touchdowns. Cincinnati did that yesterday. Yeah, they're definitely on the way up. And here's the best part. They got back to even mm. at 3-3, three and three, having started 0-2 for the second year in a row, having started 2-3 and three for the second year in a row. They're at even, and guess what? They got an open week. And then, you know where they head? To San Francisco. Mm. And the very next week, they host Buffalo. So we're going to have major answers about them after the open week, those next two ball games. I don't want Joe Burrow to walk more than a hundred steps a day over the next two <laughs> weeks. That's, that's what I would like you to know, see. You know what they need to do? They need to treat him like Daniel day Lewis when he was making my left foot. Cause you know, he's a method actor. Oh mm. yeah. And he made it, and he made everyone carry him to the dining hall. Oh, and he God. never came ah. out of character. He wouldn't walk in the whole deal. I would get one of those things like when Billy Jean King played Bobby Riggs and they carried Billy Jean King into the Astrodome on like a chariot and they had all these people carrying it. <laughs> I would carry Joe Burrow the exact same way. <laughs> yeah. I'd get him like one of those big emperor chairs that you need like eight people with sticks yeah. to carry it around. That's what I would do. I'm sure you could get a bunch of Bengals fans out of the jungle to do that. That shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. You better get you better get multiple because there'd be a lot of enthusiasm in the yeah. beginning. But, you know, the people there, well, yeah, I'll do it. I'll carry Joe. And they'll last like five steps yeah. and their back would go out. And all of a sudden they're clutching their heart and the whole deal. So as long as you have a lot of people to throw at the thing, you can mm. get it done. Did you see the dude dressed up as Joker yesterday at that game? What it cost oh, you? Oh, oh, did I? Yeah. Did I? <laughs> oh, my I'm goodness. Gonna, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. When he popped up on the screen. I literally took a step back in the booth unconsciously. Yeah. I was surprised that Ian <laughs> like, didn't say like, anything. He's Ledger lives. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Um, I I do I wrote down one thing because I watched you guys broadcast yesterday. I wrote down one thing. I wrote down. I have to ask Charles about Fiona the hippo. How are you on hippos? Oh my god. Did I nail it though? Yes. I felt like that was maybe my best line of the day <laughs> when they were throwing the pumpkins in yeah. Fiona's mouth. Yeah. And I said to Ian, best catch radius in the league. Yeah, what a catch radius. So it's incredible. What's the route tree? What can she run? <laughs> and Ian's like, it's like Charles will be breaking Fiona's game down. And yeah. I was like, hey, can't really, can't really run, but I don't know who's going to stop her from catching. <laughs> Hippos? Terri- I mean, that was terrifying. great. Yeah. The Cincinnati, Cincinnati Zoo came through big for us. Yeah. Terrified of those creatures. They run too fast. That's all I got. Wow. You know, the, well, listen, I, I live in Florida, and I'm terrified of anything creepy, crawly, the whole deal. So living in Florida seems like a really dumb idea. <laughs> but I have friends that grew up in the state, and they, used, they told me, multiple people, independent of each other, that when they were kids, that they used to play a game called gator dodging. What? And I was like, what the heck is gator dodging? Gator dodging, okay. And they would go down to where the gators were, and they would run with the gators. They'd kind of get the gators to chase them. And I was like, that may be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because you guys right. know that when gators go, they can, they can go. Like, yeah. their, their speed and short distances is really good. Right. But you know what they all told me? Every one of them said the same thing. Yeah, but they can't change direction. You have to serpentine it. You yeah. have to dodge. They can go straight ahead, but as soon as you change direction, they got no shot. They 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 they, they turn like a carnival cruise line trying to turn. <laughs> they wouldn't they and wouldn't said, excel okay. the cone drill at the combine. Is that what you're saying, Charles? Right. 
we're, we're going to bring the Gators in and see if yeah. you can turn, yeah. all right? Because they're not going to. But I just said, okay, that all sounds fine and dandy until someone slips and falls. Right. I'm, I'm drafting Fiona all day. I'm drafting. We got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> did, did your friends because, also play? When you slip and fall, <laughs> hey, listen, when you slip and fall, yep. you may come up and your nickname may be Lefty from that yeah. point on. Yeah. You know how what I mean? Yeah. How many friends are lifting, missing digits or limbs? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. I was like, seriously? I was like, I wouldn't trust him. I Look, I think I'm a pretty decent athlete. After this, I wouldn't trust my balance quite that much. Yeah. After this, we're going to see who can get the things from under the running lawnmower. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Is someone going to be riding on it yeah. or is yeah. it a push one? Hey, let's play and tongue the in way, the electric socket game. Ago, <laughs> about three years ago. Yeah. About three years ago in this state, someone on a riding mower ran over a child. Oh, oh my goodness. Killed. I get these articles all the time because I have a friend from Iowa, mm. and every time something happens, he sends me an article, and all he writes on the top is Florida. That's all he writes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> kids are going to be kids, right? That's it. Mm. Charles? Let's see who can hold on to the electric fence for longer. Yeah, it's fun. I, I was like, oh, so that's why you have a prosthetic uh, leg. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you were gator dodging, and you yeah. slipped. And not you're not good. very good. <laughs> Not good. Uh, you know? Charles? But, but Fiona Fiona could catch anything. Yep. I mean, if you're a quarterback with that catcher, you just put it up there. You're That's good. It. You're fine. Uh, Charles, terrific stuff as usual. Uh, enjoy your week. Uh, we look forward to talking to you next week again. Thanks, pal. I appreciate you guys. Go Flames. Talk there he is. Later. Like it. Uh, Charles Davis, NFL analyst for CBS Sports on the Tom's House of Pizza guest hotline. Brought to you by Tom's House of Pizza. Pizza made to perfection with locations in Calgary and Okotoks. Like to see Sauce Gardner try and cover a hippo. Yeah. All lanky and stuff. Good luck with that. Yeah. Revis um, Island? No chance. Um, do- gator dodging. Do they have that here? Have you ever, did you ever gator know. dodge growing no, up in Calgary? No, we no. don't have a lot of gators. Gator dodging. I'll pass on that. I learned about gators like a couple weeks ago. I also learned they're not very smart. And they're really? Kind of, yeah, they have a brain that's like the size of a nut. Hmm. Like a large nut, hmm. but a nut. Really? And uh, they're very instinctual. Hmm. So, like, when they're hungry, yep. which you don't know when they're hungry, you can't nope. tell. Nope. Should not be trifled with. Hmm. Okay. Um, straight ahead, taking your text messages, 960-960, name and location. Uh, do you want to see Matthew Phillips score tonight against the Flames? If so, why? If not, why? 960-960, name and location. We're also going to do our locks of the evening, mm. courtesy of our good friends at Calgary Lock and Safe. We'll do that next. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Time I hear this song, I think of the Nicolas Cage movie, Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah, I think of uh, Welcome to Tucson with George Lopez. Let's ride. Wow. Yeah. I do, I do like uh, Angelina Jolie in that movie, too. Very interesting. I think of my days at Jack 96.9. Oh, really? <laughs> greetings. Play, playing what we want, and this is certainly one of the things we wanted to play yeah. all the time. No. Um, I remember no. Uh, years no. ago in uh, the hometown of Niagara Falls, there was a station called uh, Wild FM, and there was a format change. They were like whatever station, and they went to Wild FM, mm. and they literally played Tone Loke's Wild Thing Wild for like three Wild straight Wild days in a row Thing. on repeat. And they would play voicemails of people calling in, being like, what is going what on is here? And they would get here? very angry about it. 
I remember twenty twelve. I want to say that was the the Mayan apocalypse. Yeah, twenty twelve. Right. Yeah. 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 One of the stations in town here just played yep. Rem's End of the World for yeah. the entire day. Yeah, oh, REM, yeah. Gave all their announcers the day off and just played it like 600 times. I remember it was a, I, there was a show the night before I went to, and it was like, it was like this is the last day of the world. We're going to shut this thing down and everything. And like, obviously, the world never ended. Mm. And then, yeah, I remember that REM. This yeah. is the end of the, uh, Wait, the world yeah. didn't end? No, it didn't. Um, what if we played the same song in and out of breaks for an entire week? It had. It better be. I don't a want good to do song. That. No, people would be I like upset about that. Already. I'm, people would be upset about. I'm that. kind of upset you even brought it up. Yeah, it's like and you know, we a, can't do that. I'm, I'm like, no, that's a terrible idea. Look, like I you hate that. Get, you're, you're even squirming in your seat. I didn't like that idea at all. One of my favorite parts is what song does GVP yeah. pick coming into? What does he got in the holster? Yeah, what's he got? What do he got corked? Yeah. And usually there's a little bit of a side theme in there. If you think about it, there's usually a link well, to something in there. I'll try. Um, we, there you go. We got three things He's to way do. way smarter than he sounds on air. Uh, we <laughs> I know. I sound a little rough today. Yeah. You, I, also, I also surprised him today, earlier this morning. I well, was yeah, in you here. You came around the corner and just went, hey. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Mm. Scared him. It's too early for that, Matt Rose. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. had a lot of energy this morning. Like, I was yeah. fired did, up. Did you have a hooker's breakfast this morning? Like, you sound raspy. No, I'm just a little hoarse. Yeah. What did you do this <laughs> weekend? Coming down. Oh, I, I Were you yelling fun. at people all weekend? No, no, no. I had some okay. fun with Alex Brody this weekend. Oh, what? Yeah, what? I Alex Brody, yeah, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Where? Yeah. Out and about. Downtown here. He was on the Hitman Hockey game. Hour, too, with a zombie. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. But... <laughs> right on. What's happening here? He's... He's scummy back. He's weaselly his way back in. He's slithering <laughs> He's back in. He's writhing around. There's one guy I need to get some Hitman hockey takes from. It's probably Alex Brody. I was on his new role with the dub. Oh, okay. No Hitman talk. All right. Yeah. Um, we got like three things to do here. What's the third? Oh, the text. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, uh, oh, we've yeah. been asking you in the text line all morning. What would you like to start with? Uh, let's do our NFL big bets because we've got to put a little pretty little bow on that, brought to you by our good friends at Sports Select. What did we do this weekend, Patrick? Well, uh, Maddie and I both went four and two. Uh, Georgie went one and five. Yikes. Uh, Vegas was your only win. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, the standings, Matt improves to 22, 12, and two. Whoa. Uh, has a four game. <laughs> are you betting? You're not even betting these, are you? I am. Uh, okay. I am. I can show you my cards from yesterday. Georgie, right. you're cool 500 at 18 and 18, and mm-hmm. I'm 17, 18, and one. As a, as a whole, we're doing well. Doing very solid. NFL is tough. Ten games over five hundred. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah, that's not now, bad. Brody I'm had just a- way better than I did last like, year. I would have loved to check last year's standings. I know we 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 got late. He's, you, jo- you joined us late, so we started the program the big yeah. bets late in week four. But uh, I don't think we were this good through six games. No, I might six have, weeks. I might have that somewhere. All collective, I think. Yeah. Um, a good Monday nighter tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Cowboys and Chargers from Los Angeles at SoFi. So that's a fun game. Uh, it'll be all filled with Cowboys fans. So it'll be a pseudo yep. home game <laughs> for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we'll have more picks for you on Thursday, which you should be tailing Matt Rose. Um, also, how good do the Lions fans travel? My goodness. Did you see how many of them were at the end of the game? Yeah. Down yeah. along the field? Again, because Tampa's, Tampa's a soulless sports city. How many Michiganders moved down to Florida, no, tr- too? Yeah. True, but yeah. this is not the first time this no, season no. the Lions have played a road game they with a ton of Lambeau, fans. They invaded Lambeau, man. Yeah. It was all Hawaiian blue there at, la- at the yeah. end of that game. When was the last time you the saw Honolulu that? Blue? That's never happened. Yeah. Or Honolulu blue. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Again, hey, 
They're not your older brother's Lions anymore. No, sir. Unless David Montgomery and Justin Man, I miss Dan Orlovsky. Yeah. <laughs> Running out the back of the end zone. Yeah. No, they they look good, man. They look good. They're fun to watch. Kevin Smith, that running again, back they had. And I've said this for a while. Like I think, I think Jared Goff gets a little disrespected. Mm. Jared Goff is a top 12 quarterback in the NFL. Man took a team to a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, that Rams team was very good around yeah. him. And a lot of uh, coaching, thanks to yes. Sean McVay. But uh, he's but a yeah. good quarterback, yeah, man. You got him away from Jeff Fisher. Yeah, and, what what, and what did they get? He was a salary dump. Essentially, that's what the Rams had to do mm-hmm. to get Matthew yeah. Stafford. And yep. again, the trades were dealt for both teams. Yep. The Rams got their yep. ring. Yep. Uh, banners fly forever. Great for them. And who knows what could be happening and who in Detroit knows in the next couple years. <laughs> but, like, Jared Goff is good, man. Got that chemistry with Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, Matt Laporta, the think, tight end's been good. Jameson Williams gets going here more yep. and more. It's just another weapon. Yep, they're a good team. So uh, what, did, right. what else did the Lions even get in this? So Draft picks. Yeah, which ended up being Jameson Williams. Yep. Uh, oh, man, they traded this to... They ended up getting Jameer Gibbs out of it, essentially, yep. and Laporta, like you just mentioned. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. It's a good trade for the Detroit. Mo- Again, worked out for both teams. Uh, the Rams got their uh, Super Bowl ring. Um, all right. Um, we've been taking uh, your text messages all morning. Uh, do you want to see Matthew Phillips score against the Flames tonight? If so, why? If not, why? 960, 960, name and location. Texting McTexter, send in a minute. But first, uh, we got to give you our lock of the day. Yes. That sounded like a very heavy lock. That was that going was to a jail. jail. That was a jail door. <laughs> that was. That was. I'm going to spend a night at the Steel Hotel. Yeah, the big uh, house. Uh, <laughs> the clink. Uh, it's our lock of the day for Calgary Lock and Safe. Hunting season is back, Alberta. Be safe out there. Be safe out there. We um, that. We'll all have a couple locks of the day. Mm. We should keep track of this all week. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, Patrick's like, yeah, I'd love to do no, that. It's got to be for two weeks. We got to do it. Oh, we're dire- doing it for two yeah, weeks. Yeah, because you got to direct people to the website to enter for this gun, sh- the gun safe. Uh, is there a read there for that? No, Am it's I all right there. It? This is all of it right there. That's all of it. But where's the website thing? Can't, isn't it there? No. no yeah, there's, listeners can go to sportsnet.ca slash 960. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, hey, hey, <laughs> listeners, uh, go to sportsnet.ca slash 960 and 960. Oh, my God. And it, it sounded like I was drinking. Hey, can you look just, at this person 960. Can you, just, can you just play lowrider? We'll just start this yeah. thing over from the top. Yeah, hey, okay. listeners, go to sportsnet.ca slash 960 and enter for your chance to win a bronze 16 rifle gun safe. Low yeah. Right. yeah. Doing this for two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Cool. Love you, Calgary Lock and Safe. Mm. All right, what's your uh, what's your lock of the night? What's your lock of the day? Give me two. two? One, one has two, to be. What? Fl- what do you mean two? I have one. Okay, all right. I was gonna say it has to be like one. Okay, I've, I've got I've got an. Okay, okay, fine. I've got another. I can I can pivot. No okay. problem. No problem. No pivot. problem. Pivot. 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 Uh, lock of the day. The best crowd that you are going to see in sports today is going to be the crowd in Philadelphia. Any sport. Okay. Football, hockey, baseball, I'm you throwing, name it. I'm throwing a flag on this one. Well, you also just asked me to come up with a second one on the fly. Okay. So that's what I got for How you. How about we come back to you? Patrick, lock of the day. <laughs> oh uh, Alex Ovechkin will not score on the power play tonight. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Oh. That's not really that. What do you mean? Okay. Again, I'm not judging. Well, now, now you're just gatekeeping everybody's. You're asking for extra picks, and now you're saying your picks aren't good enough. Yeah. You don't even know the read. 
Yeah. I didn't know the reed. It was it was buried <laughs> under here. The just, reed was buried. Now you're just making it up as yeah, you go. I'm like, oh, Calgary Lock is <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, GVP, give me a lock. This is preposterous. Uh, Bryce, Har- uh, Bryce Harper, jump in the yard tonight. Home oh, run. see, that's what I'm talking about. There we go. GVP throwing it out there. Bryce Harper goes yard. See, that's a good one. All right. That's good. See? You ready for this one? Yeah, sure. Let's see yours. Uh, there's some Euro qualifying today. This is soccer. too easy. This is ridiculous. What do you mean it's too easy? Too easy of a lock. Who I'm cares? Gonna, no, Ireland's been struggling. <laughs> Ireland at home to Gibraltar. Gibraltar. I'm going to Can you pour on Gibraltar uh, on a map? Uh, I'm going to take Ireland minus one and a half in the first half against Gibraltar. So Ireland will Ireland will at least lead by two goals after the first half against Gibraltar today and European soccer qualifying. 12.45 Calgary time. Tune in. Ireland-Gibraltar. No, that one's got to be Greece today as well. They what have is, to beat Greece. What Again, lock it in. Another lock in some, please. Lock in Gibraltar away. Yeah. <laughs> Ireland will be up two goals on Gibraltar after the first half. Go ahead. At least two goals. Uh, March Asian handicap. Are you good? <laughs> yep. Are you done here? Yep. Yeah? Are you sure? Yep. Okay. My lock? Yep. Jacob Markstrom? Yep. Hmm? Only one goal against. Whoa. Oh. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's a good lock. Now, you. now you're Thank getting you. it. Thank now you. you're on the trolley, okay. Rose. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> I like. I wish I could incorporate more old time sayings. Yeah, with old timey sayings. <laughs> You're the bee's knees, Rose. Yeah, see. Yeah, um, see. Take my word. Go to the speakeasy after the yeah. show. See. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Jacob Markstrom just one goals against. One tonight. goal. No okay. over. No under. One. Patrick, give me one more. Austin Eckler's back for the L.A. Chargers tonight. All pro- goes over all purpose yards of 100 and has two touchdowns. Whoa! Whoa. Now Whoa, that's wait. a lot. What was the second part? And two touchdowns. Whoa! <laughs> so Alex Ovechkin will not score on the power play tonight. Yep. Nah. He but can this, score, but, but he just can't bold. score on the power play. This one's bold. Yeah, uh, 100 all-purpose yards for Austin Eckler and two tutties. You know they are playing the Cowboys. Right? I like it. Yeah, I know. Cowboys defense. So. Yeah, well, let's not what the Cowboys defense did last week to the Niners. Okay. Uh, GVP, point. one more. <laughs> uh, Connor Bedard uh, gets a goal tonight. Ooh, in Toronto. Ooh, Ooh okay. that'd be hilarious. I hope he gets a hat trick in front of all Austin. Right. I uh, I have one more. Okay, good. Tell us more about Euro t- Euro Cup. You want? No. You want to talk about who got named uh, the new host? No. I don't, I don't, sure? I don't, I don't care. 2028, Great. UK and uh, the UK getting it. Um, Just give us your lock. Uh, Matthew Coronado, or Scoronado, okay. will we'll have over three and a half shots this evening on goal. No comment? I'm just four through two games? Yep. Okay, bold. I like it. Yeah, he's like going to have four tonight. Four tonight on goal as they Matthew take on the Coronado Capitals. Yeah, in Washington, should be a banger of a tilt. That'd be great to see. I wonder Five if o'clock. they switch the lines up at all. Uh, we'll see. Um, we'll have the game for you right here at uh, five o'clock. On it's going to be on Sportsnet Flames too. If you're watching today, of course. Just so you know, when does uh, when does Patty start the pregame show? In ten minutes. Uh, like yeah. When does the pregame show start? No, no, don't be silly. He starts in 45 minutes. Okay. Uh, no, uh, we get the Merrick show coming up at 10 o'clock. Fan check down at noon. Sportsnet yep. today with uh, Logo and the Lads coming up at 1 o'clock. I believe I'm going to do a little stamps report for him there too. 
Uh, Flames Talk at 3. Flames Pre-Game Show at 4. Flames Capitals at 5. Okay. Let's do it. Um, before we go, uh, we've been taking your text messages all morning at 960, 960. Uh, Matthew Phillips, a guy that a lot of uh, Flames fans, Flames Twitter, saying didn't get a fair shake here in Cowtown. Maybe should have had a bit of more of a sample size than just three games with the big club. Maybe, you know, maybe they missed out on the next Martin St. Louis again. Um, I don't believe that. But maybe. Mm. So we've been asking you, do you want to see uh, Matthew Phillips score a goal tonight? And if so, why? If not, why? 960, 960, name and location. Texty McTexterson is our Sportsnet 960, the fan texting robot. And he joins us here on the program. Oh, Texty. Joe in Calgary. I don't necessarily want Phillips to score on us, but I do hope he has some success in the NHL. See, that's nice. Yeah. I think that's how a lot of people feel. Wish him well. Yeah. All the best. On your way. Very happy you play in the Eastern Conference. Unlike Johnny All Goudreau. All the success over there. Unlike Johnny Goudreau. Yeah, it's not the same. No, definitely not the same. Or Kachuk, I think. Colin in Calgary. I think I'd be happy with seeing Phillips play and not be the extra forward eating popcorn. Okay. You'll see him out there tonight. We believe so. Yeah. I, I was reading Eric's story, Eric Francis's story uh, during the break. And yeah, Coronado says, Yeah, I hope I play. <laughs> you mean Phillips? Yes. Yeah. You said Coronado. I know. Again, you have him on the brain. He scored that gorgeous goal. He's going to have at least four shots on goal tonight. I've been mixing up names left, right, and center today. That's all right. I kept saying Mitch Fox when the coach's yep. name is Mitch Love, and Mitch Fox is our friend from Spear I don't even know how you pronounce Danny Pettit. Uh, Pettit? Pettit. He also said Glavine. Glavine? Yeah. Tom Glavin. Andy Pettit. I actually looked up Pettit before yesterday during the show, and I even wrote out the pronouncer, and then I just said it wrong because I'm an idiot. One of the best clutch pitchers of all time. 44 starts in the playoffs. Admitted to steroid use. Came out and said it, which was nice. Tom Glavin, a part of that incredible um, pitching staff in the Atlanta Braves in the 90s. Maddox and Schmoltz. Greg Maddox and John Smoltz. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Also a good man. Yep. Only one world championship, though, for those teams. Yeah, feels like it's going to be the same way for this Braves group, too. Yeah, but that's okay. Flags fly forever. Kyle and Swift Current, as a Flames fan, why would I want any former Flame to score against us? <laughs> what? 5-1 win for the Flames? The only goal is Matthew Phillips? Then Matty hits his uh, lock of the day? Yeah, And there Matthew Phillips scores a goal, and everybody feels good about it. Yeah. Markstrom lets him, lets him have it? There you yeah. Go. <laughs> On the first shot? No, he doesn't want to do that on the no, first show. No, 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 no. Late in the no. game. Late in when the game. out of hand. You're like, oh, no, oh, I lost the shutout. Hey, but at least Matthew oh, Phillips scored. Yeah. I think that'd be best case scenario, and right? Like, lock, oh, shutout. And oh, my no. lock of the day hits. Yeah. Yay. Yay. All right, let's get to two more. Eric in Ranchlands. No, I don't want to see Phillips score tonight. I don't ever want to see anyone score on the Flames. However, if Sutter was still our coach... I wouldn't mind seeing him score a goal just to stick it to him. It was Daryl who didn't play him, not the team. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Like, I I am going to be fascinated by if he scores the amount of people that'll be like, ha, look at this, Flames, look mm. at what you did. It's like, well, a lot of people who are involved with everything there are no longer part of the organization. He's like, offered a two-year deal. I've been led to believe that Craig Conroy was always someone who was very much in the corner of Matty Phillips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To the extent that he may have found him or helped 
grow him into the player that he is. Are you are you like slithering through the grass right now and want, hoping he scores just so you can see the reaction on social media? Oh yes, I think I we all do. do. I think we all, all right. do. Okay, one more. Robin Coldale. Why would a Flames fan want Phillips to score? Of course not. He can score many goals vs any other teams. Plus, he bailed to follow his coach. Like, here's the thing. Um, yeah, he could do it against any other team. But just as someone who's been around this team for a while, like, we know he's going to score, right? Like, this is like the sun coming up in the morning. When players leave the Flames, they usually have the best game of their season against the Flames. Mm-hmm. Jankowski has done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yarncroke. Yep. Mm-hmm. Locked that one in last season. Didn't score for the Flames the season prior. Comes here as a member of the Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Bingo. No yep. problem. Yep. Happens all the time. Yep. We'll see you tonight. We'll have it. Uh, we'll break it down for you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we'll be all over it like a dirty shirt. What do you got coming up at Mucho Big Show, my man? I have a, an appointment to get to, so GVP is going to do some replays for us. Oh, what do you yeah. got? What do you got coming up at Mucho Big Show, GVP? I'm uh, going to be replaying your guys' brief chat on if Matthew Phillips got a fair shake, followed by uh, Sam Cosentino. Oh. Bottom of the hour, might get into some Flames audio. Uh, and uh, don't forget, uh, Calgary Lock and Safe. Hunting season is back, Alberta. Be safe out there. Go to sportsnet.ca slash 960 and enter for your chance to win a bronze 16 rifle gun safe. Locks of the day. We'll discuss them tomorrow. We'll have more uh, tomorrow at 830. Check out the podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your favorite podcatcher. Enjoy the flames and caps tonight. Have a terrific Monday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Sit, Ubu. Sit. Good dog.